Welcome. It's your host, Laws. I'm in the building. We back at it again. It's Black Sports 980. Uh, we got Jeff. We got Shaq. We got Aaron. We got D. Uh, they all joining us today. I'm going to cover a bunch of different topics. Um, all for starters, uh, as everybody know, the big news, Chip Kelly, he got hired for San Francisco. Uh... Miami Dolphins finally hired their head coach, Adam Gase, and then the Tennessee Titans, they went with Mike Malarkey, who they had on, or initially they decided to keep. Um, maybe because they couldn't get the other, the other candidates that were available, I, I don't know. But uh, out of those three, you know, um, I guess the most, that people are most, most buzzes about is the San Francisco hire. Um, do you think it's a good move for San Francisco? Um, it's it's definitely a good move I hate to say it but they already have a quarterback that is a system quarterback that can probably run the type of thing that Chip Kelly wants to run Um, Colin Kaepernick was almost kicked out of town under Tom Sula because he just kept falling further and further but now this is almost like a rejuvenation for him even San Fran took his, uh, his jersey off clearance online they had they had that joint for like forty dollars and they dropped it right back up to ninety nine. So <laughs> they knew what they was doing when they picked up Chip Kelly. Um, the defense is still going to be an issue for them, and he's not a defensive mind, so they're going to have to get the right coordinator in there. But the offense will probably be um, clicking on all cylinders now. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm 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 uh, still up in the air with it. I, I like the idea of, you know, Kaepernick still being there. You know, 49ers, they signed him to that weird deal. Like, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I think they could have gotten rid of him. But, you know, with the fact that I don't think they want to do that yet, they still want to see what they have. And, and Kelly, everybody was intrigued by what he could do with, you know, somebody of Kaepernick's, uh, you know, skill set. So, I mean, that's intriguing. I'm still not sure about, you know, his ability uh, to lead men, you know, um, as far as the head coach is concerned, you know, it seemed like a lot of players with Philly still have issues with them. And from that standpoint, it doesn't seem like he knows how to learn. I, I, I would have liked to see him uh, maybe uh, just chill for a little bit to kind of sit back and think about what he might change moving forward. So, I mean, I, I, I'm still up in the air with it, man. I, I, I don't know. Um, be honest with you yeah i mean i i guess i could i could join that 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 sentiment uh people who i mean i just watched him just single-handedly play madden 64 with the with the philadelphia eagles roster and and messed that that whole team up i mean actually set them back with all the moves and different things he was trying to do and now he's with the 49ers franchise who basically is very depleted defensively and they don't have I mean Kaepernick okay like he has Kaepernick there and everybody believes that Kaepernick will be you know a guy that will fit Chip Kelly's system and I guess there's some intrigue there but I'm just not sold that like he's gonna be able to turn that franchise around I mean they're similar to Philly in the fact that they lack talent like they don't have the talent that they they had before so he's he's going from a, another team where he like depleted the team of, of his talent 
and now he's going to a team that doesn't have as much talent and he's having to like, you know, take lemons and make lemonade. I'm just not so sure or sold that he can actually do that. Now, I mean, Chip Kelly and his offense, I know it's, you know, it's unique, but I I don't know. I don't know if it translates to W's um, in that situation and in that environment. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what kind of control he has and that's a whole nother issue. But I mean, I'm kind of like, like impartial. I really don't know what it, if it is a good move or if it's a bad move. Um, I mean, if we're going off his history, it's a bad move. But I guess we'll, that's something we'll, we'll have to uh, find out. Um, I do like yeah. the Adam Gates pick, though. I, I think Adam Gates is, was a good offensive coordinator for uh, the Chicago Bears, and I think he helped Jay Cutler a lot. And I think that him going to Miami Dolphins, he should be able to help that offense be um, good. This is surprising. I actually thought they were going to keep um, – what's, what's the other dude's name? The dude who was that the yeah, I, th- I actually thought oh, it was going to keep yeah. Campbell. Man, man thought- Campbell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they was calling him. <laughs> I mean, because, cause, I mean, I saw them playing differently under his leadership. So I thought that was going to be enough, but clearly it wasn't. So they like they like well, Adam Gates. You, you know what it is, though, Harold? Like, nowadays, man, like, it seems like the trend is to get these uh, coordinators that, you know, tend to work well with quarterbacks. And, of course, you know, everybody in Miami is seeming like they're over the whole Tannehill experience. But, of course, Miami Dolphins themselves can't be over him because they just gave him all that money. So and they bought in, they're bringing in Gates to basically uh, hopefully take Tannehill to that next level. So I think that's kind of why they, you know, didn't go with Dan Campbell because although, you know, he was an offensive player, I'm not really sure of his his schemes and things like that. I think they just definitely bought more intensity. But in terms of X's and O and ability to work with a quarterback, yeah, I don't know if they were sold on it. I, I think they like what Gase has done with, uh, like you said, Cutler. And then, of course, he, he, he worked with Manning before that. Of course, Manning is Manning, but I'm sure he learned a lot from that himself because he's not that much older than Peyton Manning. So, um but yeah, that I mean, so we'll see. I, but I think that's why they went that direction versus keeping uh, Dan Campbell. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. It may it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. But <clears throat> excuse me, being a Redskins fan and seeing a coach come in and specifically be trying to turn a quarterback around, and then that fails. You know, like I mean, <laughs> it's not a it's not a it's not a guarantee. Adam I mean, it's a different. It's a little bit of a different situation, though, compared to that. First of all, the Dolphins don't even have. I don't. I don't know who their back quarterback is. And and RG, you know, in that the earlier years, he you know he got hurt, so that kind of set it back. And then after that, it was clear, obviously, that Putin didn't want him. So it's a bit of a different situation. I wouldn't com- exactly compare the two. In my yeah. Opinion. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying not to compare the situation. I'm just saying that in the in the. In the in the sense that a quarterback or a coach is being expected to to bring forth production out of a quarterback, like right. I mean, when Adam Gates went to Chicago, it was under the radar. Like it wasn't like you know what I'm saying. It wasn't a big, big, big thing. It was under the radar. And so, but this is now Front Street. Like clearly, he's in Miami, and everybody's going to be taking note to how Tanny Hill develops or how he plays under his his uh his guidance and. I mean, I, I'm just not sold that it'll actually translate to him being that much better. 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Jay Cutler is a, is a wild, a wild card to crack too. So you know, who who knows? Yeah. Um, Tennessee, Mike Malarkey, is that a good hire or is that a fail? Or is that just a? Uh, is I that mean, the uh, Jim Zorn part two? That that's a. That's an up in the air uh, hire, to be quite honest with you. I mean, he has pedigree. I mean, he's been doing it for a while. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was a head coach before. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, even though I'm not sure about uh, Chip Kelly out in San Francisco, like, to me, it would have made more sense just because, obviously, you know, Mariota, what he did with Matt Horgan, I mean, if, if he was going to go anywhere, like, right away, that's where I would have, you know, thought versus – uh, him going to San Francisco because that was his quarterback in college. But like I said, as far as Malarkey, uh, I mean, I, I, it's up in the air, man. He's He's been around, so you never uh, know what you're quite going to get. But, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get 4 and 12. That's what you're going to get, four though. 4 and 12. You think so? I, yeah, I just don't. I, I, I mean, coaching in the NFL – at, at times it can be overrated but I think that a lot of times when you don't have as much talent or you don't have like the superstar players on your team to really like help carry the weight then coaching is magnified so I'm just you know it, it's going to be a lot on his shoulders to make that franchise be competitive and play and I just I just don't yeah. see that, that that changing you know for, for some time uh, we got a lot yeah. of new coach hires this year, we got uh, Chip Kelly, Adam Gates now, Mike Malarkey. We have Doug Peterson, the coach of the Eagles, who Hugh Jackson of the Browns, uh, Dirk uh, Cutter, Tampa Bay, uh, Ben McAdoo. I know Drew and like when I say Ben McAdoo is the, the head coach of the New York Giants. Not necessarily. And, uh, <laughs> out of all those guys I just mentioned, like, who do you think has the most success out of out of the out of the ones that that were just mentioned? Since since D, you know, you chiming in, who, who out of that group would you would you say would have probably had the most success? Mm, that's tough. Probably probably uh, Cutter from uh, Tampa Bay. Probably had the mm-hmm. most because that team was already on the cusp of being really good and then they let go of Levy Smith so and then the fact that he's already been there he was the old coordinator I could easily see him just, it's the transition for them is a lot easier I mean same thing for the Giants they're, they're kind of in a situation where a lot did not change except for the head coach you got the same defensive coordinator you got a guy that was offensive coordinator and now is the head coach so the transition won't be as bad because it's familiar faces familiar system it's not a whole lot changes for the players, mm-hmm. so I could see him probably, you know, also having prior immediate success uh, with the Giants. At least he should. Chip Kelly, I think, can also have success with the uh, with the Niners because that team was good two years ago before you know Harbaugh left. They had a roster that was going to the NFC Championship two years in a row, so they're right there too. And I think Chip Kelly is a great coach, um, and he's a great offensive mind. I think he's gonna make. Um, Kaepernick a successful quarterback in his system he's going to get the guy he always wanted he couldn't get the boy he really wanted but at least he got Kaepernick and he can run he can throw he got an arm so I think it's the perfect guy for his system well dang just just, just shot my whole jump down 
Because I, I I don't see it happening now. Yeah, I just I, I don't that defense, man. The defense they they lost a whole bunch on defense. And then as you said, Harold, I'm with you, man. Offensively, they really don't have no weapons like that. I mean, you have that Tory Smith, and I mean, who else? Really? Anquan I mean, Bolden. Anquan Bolden. He, and, he's uh, like old now. Like we're, we're, I'm not. I don't think his production was what we've been accustomed to this this past season. I mean, they were bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't That's because he had Blaine Gabbert as a quarterback. I'm, who's going to produce with Blaine Gabbert as your quarterback? I mean, Gabbert played better than um, – he played better. He played better doesn't mean he is better. Yeah. I mean, you I play mean, better. You play good enough, long enough, you are better. Look at I Kirk. Mean, Kirk. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. But that whole, that whole system was just a total screw-up this past year. Tom Sula didn't That's know what it. he was doing. So right. I, I can't hold nothing that happened against them last year because Tom Sula was way, like he just said, way over his head. I mean, um, come on, man. We we in the business of the NFL. You got to hold it against them, man. They get, they get paid millions of dollars. Like, and so whether it was Tom Sula or you coaching the team, like they they, 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 they want results out there, man. And the players, like they're getting paid because they are, you know. That, that's like, it. Yeah, all results. It's a results-driven league. I, I mean, so, the so, only thing – only thing I can see holding back Chip Kelly is the division that he's in. He's in a very tough division. That's the only thing I can see holding him back, possibly. But the guy is really good at knowing. He knows offense. He knows football. The problem with him is he doesn't know how to pick players. So long as he's not picking the players and the GM is, I think he can have success. Yeah. Well, Shaq, I mean, since you you got a, a different viewpoint, what, out of those coaches that, that we listen, who you think going to have the most success? Um. Honestly, I think Adam Gase. He has the most mm, talented. Nice. He, he has the most talented overall team out of from offense to defense out of all those people that got new coaching tough. positions. But he been yeah, they're pretty tough. Nah, no, no, no. Because if you look at if you look at if if they lose Lamar Miller, forget it. If they keep Lamar Miller, their offense is decent enough where they can add one or two pieces and be really good. Their defense is really good, but they lost Cameron Wick. That hurt them a lot. Um, their cornerbacks were playing better throughout the year, so they need one or two pieces on offense and defense. But I think overall, potential-wise, they have the best opportunity for him to do well. Um, Tampa Bay is my other choice, but I didn't want to go with that because he did. So I'm, I'm pitching for somebody else <laughs> in point of view. But it, it, it's between them two. But let me ask you a question See, D, about, D about Adam Case. I mean, let me ask you about Adam Case. What has he done in the NFL that makes you think that he can coach a team and be successful in the AFC East against the Jets, oh, the Patriots, oh. and the Bills? I mean, that that's a good question. I will say as far as what he did as a quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator the past few years, Jay Cutler had one of his best seasons of his career. Even with all the injuries the team was dealing with, he still had a really good year. Um, Peyton Manning under him was doing really well. And after after Peyton, after he left is when Peyton Manning dropped off and had the injury. So I don't know which affected him more as far as that system in, in Denver changing. So just as far as what he, he put together as an offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach, he, he did a really good job. And I think that's something that Miami needed most is because their their quarterback play was their biggest detriment this year. So if you fix that, you fix a lot of what their record was. 
Yeah, yeah. See, that's where you know I, I I was just gonna come in and uh, and that's that's my thing. So like this year in Jameis uh, Winston's uh, rookie year, to me he showed uh, way more than what um, uh, what's his name Tannehill has ever shown. And Tannehill, if I'm not mistaken, this will be his what fifth year next season, this uh, coming up season this fall. So yeah. I mean, like Gates might he might help him be better, but. I mean, I, I kind of, like, it's hard for me to say that, you know, Miami has a overall better roster than Tampa. I mean, when you look at their wideouts, I mean, with Evans and, um, you know, Jackson, who both of them were in and out the lineup, had they been healthy all year, you know, they I think they would have been better, um, you know, during the earlier stretches of the season. Of course, they lost the four straight games at the end. They were 6-6 six and six and lost four straight. But, I mean, even though some of those uh, games that they lost, um, they wouldn't have lost those, like, even to us. Like, giving up a 24-point lead to the Skins, I, I think uh, Jackson was out that game. I, know, I believe Evans played. But um, then you have uh, Doug, Doug Martin. He was all pro. First team. Him and, him and AP are all pro. So that's – and then Jameis himself. Then you go on the defense. They have defensive players. Um, you know, what's the, the, the tackle? I'm drawing a blank on his name. McCoy, I believe it is. Gerald McCoy, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Tam- Tampa has – Tampa has all the the weapons there, and you know, and then same with I think New York. I mean, I, I've liked the uh, how uh, Manning has looked under McAdoo's offense. So if he can be a head coach, then I mean, I think they have a, a chance to uh, bounce back, and then they get Victor Cruz back. If if Jerry Reese at GM can make some moves to actually give give them some more talent, then I, I think Ben McAdoo. And Derek Cutter have the the best chance to immediately be good. And uh, as you all know, on the last show, I told you Hugh Jackson's going to turn the Browns around. So that, those, are, those are my three. That's He's going to turn them around, all right? Like, like, He's gonna like, turn them around. like pee in the toilet bowl. Flush the Browns down the toilet. Nah, I mean, nah, I'm with you. I think, and I hate to say this, but I think New York probably is in the best situation um, as far as, like, immediately being good and having success uh, just because of what they've already established and they already like have set up with it with their team players that they have the system that they run nothing a whole lot hasn't changed and they they have talent like I don't think out of all the teams they have the most talent but they at least have uh, a semblance of um, you know good talent on both ends of the ball that can that can help them win games and then of course they play in the NFC East and you know that's always a, a toss-up when it comes to winning. Um, but uh, I like to make note because, you know, we're not, I mean, we talk about sports and stuff, but I don't want, we're not, we're not, we show no gender bias. Uh, and just want to acknowledge uh, Catherine Smith, uh, the first female football coach, full-time female football coach. But I did have a question though, because her title is special teams quality control coach. Can somebody tell me what that is? Um, from what I know of it, quality control coaches most times are out there making sure everybody is on their P's and Q's, on their assignments, not missing a beat, um, not lapsing in judgment, like that they're they're focused on where they need to be when the play, like so on special teams, when the ball is kicked, you need to fill certain gaps so that the player doesn't break. That's what she's out there for is to make sure, hey, you're not on your assignment, get on your assignment. So Batman's get paid to, to, to do that? that to add, yeah. To add to that, um, I heard that 
um, she also like typically it's like you have the responsibility of like compiling like game film and footage and things of that nature and you know turning that into the special teams coach the actual special teams coach and you know kind of reviewing and you know going from there so in, in addition to all of that you know also basically uh, putting film film work together and, and stuff like that that's what I heard so. yeah. I mean the bottom line is is the, that position is an entry level position that's like you coming into a job like an IT job okay. starting off as a, at the help desk answering the phones like that's what that is it's Okay. level gets you in the door and as you continue to build your resume then you kind of do other things so that's like the entry level that's probably why they did that bring her in the door so, uh, you know so that's what yeah. that is and she's to me it seems like a smooth job she's been under Rex Ryan too like kind of working you know with him before like she's been around him for a while like even when he was with uh, the Jets um, from, from what I heard so Okay. Kind of, yeah. So it reminds me of like an Eric Spolster type, like you said, with the entry level. Like he was just in there in the film room, you know what I mean, and, and worked his way up after all those years. So, something like so that. Let, I'm let, not saying that she will ever be a coach, a head coach. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm trying to get to. Let's be let's right. be real 100. Will she ever have the opportunity to be a head coach in the NFL? Like how far away from that, mm-hmm. that happening? How, how, how many years? It's too much of a I good old boy style lifetime. <laughs> until until not it happens lifetime. at college, until it happens at some D league, D three league school or something like that. Yeah, you won't see it ever happen. Like <laughs> it took Eddie Robinson getting hired at Grambling before coaches, black coaches started getting head coaching and, and assistant coaching offers in the NFL. So it, it's ha- it has to happen somewhere in some faraway Saginaw State type college where they hire the first female head coach and then people will start pressing for it to happen more but there's too much but that, that's so that's so really crazy though coach. that's so crazy yeah we think about you think about people think like our world and our society has come so far but yet we like so far behind like you know what i'm saying like i, I don't know if we can look like you can look at this situation and see that you know we this is <laughs> football been here for how long how many years has it been around and they just finally, finally hiring a full-time female football coach. And then we talk about like not even in our lifetime will we see a female head football coach. And people want to act like, like racial injustice is like died out and is not prevalent in this society. When we looking at, it's, it's crazy. Cause yeah, I mean, it's it's no different from like black coaches trying to get hired. It's, it's it's more it's gonna be more of an uphill battle for a female to get hired in the NFL. I mean, it's very difficult for 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 a black coach to get hired as a head coach. I mean, think about it. They added the Rooney Rule because of it. They had to yeah, do something just so we can get interviews. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing. Oh, go ahead. Nah, I was just, I was just gonna say. Speaking of Rooney Rule, uh, Spike Lee said they need this, the Rooney Rule on the. Uh, the Grammys. The Oscars. Oh, the Grammys. The Oscars. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Nah, I, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where really until you have a black owner in football or a woman, I, you pr- you probably will have a black owner before they would hire a woman owner. I'm, I'm just, you know, this is just me guessing. Um, <laughs> but until you have that, I think you're going to have some of the same problems because you don't have a black person that sits in on those owners meetings. 
So think about it. Of the thirty of those thirty two teams, obviously all the owners are white. So that's the head of the table. Like we don't have a seat at that table. Just Except like only in all Hmm? But yeah, he's not black. Out. Yeah, he's not Pakistani. Yeah, he's, he's not white. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Pakistani uh, Indian type, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, like in the NBA, of course, you know, we have uh, Jordan. He, he's he's in those meetings and stuff. So, and you can, you know, affect change. And hey, if you're sitting at that and this is what they're talking, then you have your word. You know, it's something that's respected because I, I own a team just like you all. I'm sitting at this table just like you all. So until mm-hmm. you have something like that, like I mean, you, we're still gonna always run into these problems. I mean, hey. bottom line, before we get to a female head coach, we gotta go through um, more than one Spanish head coach. We need an Asian head coach. We need a Native American head coach. We need a, all these other ones that haven't been touched yet. I mean. Chances are you'll go through all of them before you get a woman head coach, unless Hillary Clinton becomes president and starts forcing them to make all these changes and to make her happy to hire a female. That's the only way I see it happening anytime soon. Yeah, we, and that and that may not even happen. We may not even have a woman president. I mean, we could, but you know, when you see how prevalent or how male dominant our society is, I almost don't think that. It'll be possible, I think. And, you know, just like how this this lady she she has a uh, a job as a special teams quality control coach, you know, as like an entry level. I just don't think when it's all said and done, nobody's really considering in the back of their mind her being a, a top NFL coach. And I think the same is for the for the presidency. I think that you know when it's all said and done, you know Hillary Clinton will 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 garner a lot of support. But I don't I don't think personally that it will be enough to like make her the president of the United States because we just live in a male dominated society. And I, I don't, not to say that it's right, but I just don't think that we're, we're there yet as a, as a country. But then again, I didn't think we was ready for Obama even. He got up in there. So who knows, who yeah. knows what will happen? I think, um, I think uh, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, she may be the first, but she might not have the, the uh, the the most impact like it, it would probably be somebody after her like I said I don't think it's gonna be in our lifetime but mm. you know it, it's it's good that it at least that it happened and so she's the first so maybe she could pave the way for some young girl like off there uh, remember the Titans you know what I mean <laughs> like a girl like that that love, love the game and come up you know like that so <laughs> maybe she could pave that way so um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. we, we're gonna see man we're gonna see uh we got a lot of free agency uh or oh, free agency will be coming up um but there's a lot of unrestricted free agents that's gonna be out here available and i think all of our teams have needs um uh, from you know seattle the giants the skins like we all have needs for our team and out of these available candidates that are that are out here these unrestricted free agents like if you could choose one, who who would you have actually a part of your team? Now, I mean, the list is kind of extensive. I got at least twenty names on here. Uh, I'm sure y'all got you know most of them, um, but you know, I I'll just throw a couple names out there just so you have an idea of some of the guys that are available. Um, Von Miller is available. Alshon Jeffrey, Muhammad Wilkerson, Eric Berry, Jason Pierre-Paul, uh, Doug Martin. Russell Kong, Eric Weddle, Sam Bradford, Kirk Cousins, Matt Forte, 
Danny Trevathan, Janoris Jenkins, and Brock Osweiler, just to name name a few. Cordy Glenn. Um, out of those, out of those names, you know, who who would you choose in your team, D? From from me, we, we need so much help on the, on defense that I would go with Trevathan for a linebacker. We need we that. Oh yeah, he's tough. Yeah, we definitely need to be that linebacker. Our linebackers have been trashed for a very long time. And uh, getting somebody <laughs> like him <laughs> would would definitely help our squad. Uh, so I see him, and some of you didn't name, that's kind of like a lower level, like free agent. He's not like one of the top ones. Is uh, I think the kid from the Browns, the wide receiver, Benjamin, might be a free agent. And we can definitely use a guy like that, like in the slot. If Cruz never gets back to his old self, you know, mm. to have a slot receiver that's fast, that's shifty, that can really run routes real well. We need somebody like that as well on, on the on our team. So, I, but first, I would say Danger Rayton. And by the way, we do have fifty million dollars in cap space this year, so we better do some shopping. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Y'all better get somebody, huh?" Get somebody, bro. Get some old linemen or something. We need something. We need a lot of help on defense. Okay, okay, Shaq, it's on you. Who you who you want out of the uh, the Christmas free agency sweepstakes? Oh man, if 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 it's not down to the money, I would go personally with Alshon Jeffrey, simply mm. because Jermaine Curse is a free agent. Yeah, he's the one. Even though he's short, he's the one that made those those go up and get them type catches in the end zone. Um, Doug Baldwin is our slot guy, so we're set on slot. And even when he's not in the slot, when he's on that left side, he became one of the better wide receivers in the league this year. Um, he turned it on exactly how I hoped he would eventually. So I, we have one, but we need a bigger receiver to um, kind of take pressure when Jimmy Graham comes back off. So that would be like a perfect compliment for us because he's tall and he can take up space in the end zone when you throw them jump balls. Um, I mean, the, uh, what we really, truly need, though, is offense. <laughs> so. so. Y'all need offensive help, basically. Y'all need offense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wide receiver is like a get, luxury thing. Y'all gonna get, what do you call line. it back? Y'all gonna get, uh, uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy you gonna come, come back. Yeah, but, yeah, but you still need that outside receiver. Like, if see, Graham see. can run it, then cool, but. It would always Shaq Green. He playing Madden. He want to get the best Bamas. <laughs> no, that's why there's money is no object. That's why there's money is no object, man. And if if Jimmy Graham can come back to what he was full speed, then and we can keep Jermaine Curse cool. But otherwise, we got to go with the wide receiver and and offensive line. Those are the two things that we need the most. Uh, Russell Okung, I don't, eh, I don't really want him back. He might be the best option at left tackle, though. That's the problem. Like. Right. There's better players out there, but he might be the best available, and that's not mm. necessarily a good thing. No, it's he's not. Too damn fragile. <laughs> what do y'all do? Y'all gonna, gonna keep Marshawn Lynch? Uh, Akil? No, no. Okay, no. Okay. It's time to let him go. That money, that money, we could use for somebody else. That's what I said last uh, last episode. <laughs> you pay him, or you could pay two or three other people. We got to pay like 25 different free agents. So okay. I'd rather keep Bruce Irvin, Jeremy Lane some of them other dudes over him, especially since we got Thomas Rawls. Jeff? Jeff? Um, who, who you want? Kirk Cousins? 
Come on. We, we already. Kirk Cousins, you got to get him because you leave him out there. Yeah, we're just, we're just, we're just going to franchise him, hopefully. So, I, okay. You know, we're not. We not so, we ain't going to use your pick on him. All right, all right, I got yeah, you. Nah, nah. So, if I had, if I had one pick and money wasn't anything, then it then it would be Von Miller because we need pass rushing and secondary help. So I would say I would say Von Miller, and then if if we couldn't get him in secondary help, I, I'm I'm looking at like um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric? Did I see uh, Eric Berry? Like Eric Berry? Mm-hmm. Eric Berry's a beast. But yeah, I, I would say Von Miller, man. That's 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 who uh, that's who who I, I would love to get. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, I, and we need we need pass rushing in the worst way. First of all, pass rushing, like, you can never replace pass rush. Like, that jump makes a sorry team good, like, if they have a pass yeah. rush. Because you can get pressure on yeah. the quarterback. I mean, you, you put yourself in a position to win every, you know, every yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, we see Peyton Manning struggle, but their defense is so thorough that, like, they've still been able to, like, you know, get wins. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, Jones, and that's what play. happened with the Giants. That's what the Giants yeah. two Super Bowls. Like, Eli yeah. played great in them, but... That pass rush, man. Stop like Brady. When you were running Brady. JPP, yeah, JPP, the first one, straight hand. They had three pass rushes. Like, you know, yeah. you're talking about That's Pro Bowl style pass rushes. Yeah. 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 Tuck, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, and then the second one, you know, they they had him too. So that's when uh, JPP was in the fray. So right. yeah, I mean, pass rushing is is very very vital to success. I think the lines in general, offensive line and defensive line, are super. Uh, you know, uh, like that's the main reason or two of the biggest reasons you win. Like if I was a GM, those are the areas I would build my team from. Like if I couldn't get the quarterback right away, I was I would build starting at the front. So yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna speak for for Aaron, who he ain't he ain't with us tonight. But I already know he want Eric Berry. He want the secondary short up. He want yeah. he want Eric Berry back there. So I, I'll say that in his behalf. If I gotta choose out of these the, the, the people available, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much with you, Jeff. I like Von Miller, you know, because you can't replace a pass rush. But I I like Janoris Jenkins too. It, 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 you yeah. know, I, I think you can never have too many corners, especially too many good corners. And if you have a solid corner, you know, to 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 complement Breland on the other side, and that that just, I mean, the more talented players you have on your your defense, the easier it's on the other positions. And so, if you can have somebody that can cover, you know, an extra two seconds, that helps the pass rush. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I really like Janoris Jenkins. And if, you know, by some, you know, craziness, you know, Kirk Cousins ain't want to come back, which I, I wouldn't trip, I'd take Brock Osweiler. Like, I'd throw cash at Brock Osweiler. I think he can, he can, he can do what Kirk Cousins can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think that our offense is that uh, complex where he couldn't, he couldn't run it. I mean, he's shown he can run a football team as well. So, um, but I think Kurt, the, I think Kurt is a little more mobile than um, Osweiler. Osweiler's so tall, and you know, like if this was basketball, like he's uh, <laughs> athletic, he, he would be athletic with that height, he'd be able to move. But he he doesn't move around as well as Cousins back there to me. But I mean, but like you said, you, you I mean, I think Cousins is better than him, but that's that's me, you know. That's his left leg. <laughs> 
I think, uh, <laughs> some Bama say Nike's better than Adidas and, yeah, you know, Dreamcast better than uh, Comcast better than Verizon. You know, to me, it's all the same. You know, to me, it's all the same. Speaking of basketball, uh, there was an article ESPN came out with and they listed the top 10 two guards of all time. And so I have the list here and I know Shaq, he he been salivating on, on, on to, to get to talk about this. But uh the list it starts out they had MJ number one, Kobe number two, Jerry West number three, Dwayne Wade four, Clyde Drexler five, Allen Iverson six, George Gervin seven, Ray Allen eight, Reggie Miller nine, and Earl Campbell ten. I mean Earl Monroe ten. Um Shaq, it's on you. Who 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 you don't like on this list? Nah, I'll let somebody else go first. I'll let somebody else go first. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Kick it off. <laughs> All right. I already know I'm fighting a losing battle here. But, I mean, you can't really... We went through this last time. You can't really, based off generation, take anybody on or off the list. So I'm not looking at people that are off it this time that aren't, that should be. I'm strictly looking at the 10 that's on there. The only thing I could change personally is moving AI above Clyde Drexler. That's a generational thing though because Clyde was a bad man but I, I came on watching towards the later part of his career. I didn't get to see the early parts of his career but I know what AI was so I would put AI above him and then the other players, I would want to move Ray Allen up though also but it's then who you start taking down. I mean number one and number two ain't moving. Everybody knows that. Three, eh, I mean, I can't, I, again, it's generation, I can't compare it. I'm fine with Wade at four. I'd move a up, AI up to five. And then the rest of the list I'd leave alone. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm fine with one and two, of course. Um, I actually, and I have this debate quite often, Harold knows, uh, I probably would move Wade up to three. Now, I've heard from older generations, my pops or whatever, like that Jerry West was, you know, was the man. And, you know, they didn't have a three-pointer when he played. So you imagine all of, you know, the points that were left on the table, basically, because of how he could shoot. Also, I mean, he, he did go to nine NBA finals, which is impressive. Now, he lost most of them. <laughs> like, all, I think all but one, if I'm not mistaken. Um so I, I probably wouldn't argue too heavy for someone for wanting them to stay third, but I probably would move Wade up to three and drop West um, four, and then leave. I probably would leave Clyde um, where he is because once again I've heard the debate from old heads as far as the Wade and Drexler debate, and it's really hard for him to choose. To be honest with you, like talking to my pops and some of his friends. They were like, really? I mean, it's just splitting hairs. It was that close. Like, Drexler was a bad man. AI was the truth, you know. But like you said, I, I don't have him moving ahead of those other players. I mean, those other players were complete players. Like, AI was a scoring machine. He played the passing lanes well. Um, you know, he shot. He was a high-volume shooter. He didn't really shoot with great percentage. I th I'm fine. He was definitely a generational player, though. He... he was an icon culturally as well. But as far as basketball, I think he's good where he's at. I mean, 
I don't have too much of a problem with the list in the order it's in. Like I said, I probably would just make the swap of Wade and West and leave everything else uh, where it is, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree too. It, you really can't mess too much with the list. I mean, it's pretty on point. Um, I don't, moving Wade up, I don't see an issue with that because to me, Wade had that killer instinct that a lot of players right now still do not have. And people forget who Dwayne Wade was when he was in his prime. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. To me, AI, pound for pound, was one of the best two guards in the NBA. I'm sorry. Like, the dude was five foot 11. They they changed the league rules for this guy. He changed the league. He changed the way they played the game because they couldn't stop him. They had to put zone in. They talking about he was curring when he was crossing Bama's up. He crossed the Bama's They had to change it. That's because he bopped Jordan with the, <laughs> with the one-on-one jump. Made him like... Like touch his toes. I mean, I mean that is a un, it. It is an unfair advantage if you think about it. How you just gonna carry the ball and hold it out there? Like, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> think about think about that. Like the, the, a dribbler just dribbling and hold you. Like, no. hey, I'm gonna go for the steal, hey, and then now and then it over. Like, hold on, no. but, hey, but this is this the, this the thing, though, no, Jeff. The Bama did it for a whole half a season till he played Jordan, <laughs> and then that's when there was a problem. The Bama crossed a rack of Bamas with the same crossover. And then when he did it to Jordan, that's when the league was like, oh, nah, we oh, can't yeah. have it. Can't have it. Still the greatest. Yeah. So the next time they played them, Jordan won and cooked them because the Bama, they got the Curry jump called like like four turnovers. Bruh, they had, to, they had to put the zone in for AI because AI was just that good. Like, when you think about the reason why he had to shoot so much, because everybody else around him couldn't shoot. Yeah, nobody. But that's the type of but that's score. the type of player. But he was always going to do that though, D. That's the type of player he was. Like even when he played with uh, Melo out in what? Denver, man, they 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 going to gun it. Like like AI had to, cause like I said, I can't move him up because he's not he's not a more as electrifying as he was. You can't tell me he was a more complete player than any of those players in front of him. Like Let me tell you. to me, that's impossible. No. no, I agree. No, I agree with you with that. All I'm saying is pound for pound. I just think AI was one of the best. And the reason why I say that, he carried that that Sixers roster. That roster with George Lynch and Harry Hot McKee garbage. And yeah, was, Eric Snow. They were trash. They were trash. Dog. Dog. They had bullet through holes through all that whole roster was bullet holes. The Ken, they had the Ken Bay, uh, the old Ken Bay. Look, look. Old Dikembe. <laughs> at the late at the late they have Shaq, they might have won that that championship. But they just couldn't yeah, stop true. Shaq. So you look at a guy Teron Lou Jones Memorable Teron was memorable Step over the bam With the tray ball Like So <laughs> I'm not gonna move AI I'm just saying I just give AI his props Because of his size okay, yeah. And the way he played the game But The one player I believe If he did not Get hurt His career did not end early Will be on the top 10 list Was Tracy McGrady That's just You know Oh yeah that's I, just I, my, I, He's I, a I small forward though sure. He's a small forward is he? Small forward. Yeah, he's yeah. small forward. Because remember, oh, okay. Vince Carter was two guard. He was a three. In Toronto, yeah. Yeah, next, next week we got the small forwards. We go on the small forwards next week. Vince should have been would've. on the list. I think they probably would have. Yeah. Carter? Vince Sanity? Vince Carter could have been. So this is, I don't, Vince Carter could have definitely been so on the list. So let me just say this, Sean, because I, I got to speak for my, my, white, my white brethren. My white brethren <laughs> out here. Cause we we all we be biased. 
John Havlicek should have been on the list. If you could put him at 10, the Batman had a long career and he and he, and he averaged 21, 6, and 5. I think he's on the threes. Career. I think he's a small forward. On I think he's on the small forward list. Nah, man. He a two guard. Yeah, no, but I think he's on the small forward list, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. He, he, played, he played below the basket. Like, he just bucked jumpers on you. Uh, yeah, I think they consider him a small forward, if I'm not mistaken. My man, the thing is, this is this is me. I I just it's just I'm just biased. But my and I think Ray Allen, you can move Ray Allen up a little bit. You can move AI up a little bit. But Reggie Miller, though, in my opinion, I mean, I know he didn't win no chips and all like that. But I'm just talking about like for the position, just two guard. And this this was kind of what it was when I was talking about the point guards too. But just for the two guard position, Reggie Miller was the best. Two guard, in my opinion, next to Jordan. Like, like when you give him the ball, yeah, you tripping, dog. You, 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 you are lying, nah, man. I'm telling you, come on, get out, no. man. You need to you get it. Listen, all right. Let me ask I you a question. I'm gonna ask you. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let me ask you this question. You got, you got one shot, corner three ball, right? Who you want? Corner three one ball. shot. Like, I mean, come on, man. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm you, talking you, about like, I'm talking up, about shooting. But you uh, sat in the scenario, you sat in the scenario, you say one right. shot, corner three ball. You didn't say one shot. Like, I mean, because like, I'm going Kobe. Like, how, so you're telling me. Cause three corner, three ball, you going Kobe? No, no you're I'm not. I'm going Kobe with, if, if, you're, if I'm you're not, not going Jay, I'm going yeah, Kobe. You're not doing it. You're not yes, going I corner am. three ball, Jay. Like, you, you, you want to go Reggie Miller. You going to go Ray You want to put. But Harold, you want to? You're, you're telling all of us that you want to put Reggie Miller next to Michael Jordan. That's ridiculous. No, I think you're confusing. Ridiculous. You're confusing I'm, clutch with best. No, I'm just no. Reggie I'm Miller's just talking about. I'm just talking about the two. Behind I'm just talking about the two guard position. I'm talking about like when I think two guard, just like when I was talking about the point guard. When I think point guard, I think about distrib- distribution of the rock to the other players to put them in the positions to score. When I think two guard, I think two guard as 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 the recipient of passes that put them that put them in a position to score. So like AI, to me, he wasn't a natural two guard. Even though he might be be slated as a two guard, he created his own shots. He got to the basket himself. He created everything that happened around him. Jordan created a lot of the stuff. But for Reggie Miller, he he almost to some degree was dependent upon the point guard getting him the rock. And he had to make himself well, available without the ball. That, to me, that's the essence of a two-guard. Because guard, he couldn't create his own guard. shot. Yeah, couldn't he, create he his own couldn't shot. create. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't understand. We we all want, com- you want a complete basketball player on your team if you're building a roster. You know what I mean? That's you it. don't want to have to. That makes it easier to interchange guys. That's why the Spurs and uh, Golden State are so successful in this uh, new generation of basketball because guys are interchangeable. They can move the ball. They share the ball. The fact that you have to run plays or run them off screens and do, you know, basically can like run your whole offense to be specific, that's a detriment. I don't, I don't, I think mean, I, I, mean, I, mean, I think he's a clutch. I think he's a great player listen. to say that. Go ahead. I'm just saying, Reggie, even with that, even with his, his, I guess every every player had their their uh, you know deficiencies, but even with that, the Bama was still an unstoppable scorer. Like he was no. still a, like a premier two guard scorer. He wasn't unstoppable though. <laughs> I, I think you're on your maybe, own. With maybe maybe in the clutch. 
maybe in the I, flesh. I, I mean, he could just I, a lot of things, but I'm, I'm honestly, I'm honestly surprised nobody tried to argue AI. If I think if Aaron was on the phone, he might have tried to argue AI. And I know if Rick was on the what, phone, Rick Hamilton arguing, arguing over, AI for what? Moving, moving them up over like D Wade and Clyde up to like number three. Or nah, I couldn't because of the chips, nah. but. Yeah, I, I actually like looked at the stats just comparing because I, I had a feeling AI versus D-Wade was going to be an argument. And I looked at the stats and compared like their first seven years before LeBron got there and D-Wade changed how he played. And it wasn't, I mean, AI scored 1,200 more points, but he had, he had 1,200 more points, 300 more steals, but he had 300 less rebounds, 400 less assists, 300 less blocks, 11, 11 less turnovers. And the percentages weren't even close. Like even close. Jack shot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He shot. He shot the AI. ball 1,100 more times. He had to. So three you point range. McKee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I know. Now that's just from three point range. That's not even. But Aaron from McKee. The two. Aaron McKee, Aaron Snow, George Lynch. Trust me, I know. Besides you, but he he shot the ball over two thousand times more than him in only fifteen games. Oh, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't do what he needed to for the sake of the team. I'm just pointing that out. That's all. Like the percentage, he was the worst percentage shooter. He was the worst. He had, he did way less on the court overall, except score. So that's all the point that, that I'm listen. making. Yeah. Yeah. That's for the context for the people that listen and they're AI fanatics. Just think about yeah. that. But he can't be a rebounder. He can't be a rebounder at 5'11. He's not going to be a passer. No one else can score on the team. He's not going to block shots at 5'11. So what else? I mean, he, and 5'11 is generous, at that, at, you know what I'm saying, for AI. So, I mean, some of those stats, you got to look at it realistically. I he mean, weighs, what, 6'4, 6'5? Nah, D Wade's six three, six four. Like he's he's like six three. Yeah. Okay. They they give him an inch or two on the on the measures also for his height, but he's only like six three. So it's like a it's like yeah. depending on on what day you catch them on, it's like a four to five inch height difference between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, he 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 definitely could have done some of that other stuff. I mean, like it's it's like, other like small what? guards that have. That have what? averaged twenty, like Isaiah averaged twenty and ten, four times. Yeah, I mean, but Isaiah so had say, Joe Dumas and he had people that could score on the squad. Is George I mean, Lynch gonna like, make him shot? But, but you, but you, know, but you know what happened though? Like they couldn't play. Like obviously, no, no one really fit with AI because AI would, would shoot all the shots. So I mean, anytime they had, he like, had to, Jeff. He had to. <laughs> Yeah, Rother is trash. They wouldn't. They didn't get other players to come in there because they wouldn't fit. Because AI wants to shoot the ball, man. That's what he wants to do. Like, yeah, I mean, they, he, they tried. He wanted, like, to, he wanted to win, but his game, they tried it's, with it's, just, it's like hard yeah. now. It's like hard now. now. He, he never took that step back. They tried. Conducive. Well, who? who they, they tried. They with? tried to start with Andre Iguodala. When Andre Iguodala came in, he was good. His oh. first couple years in the league, he was a solid like compliment. Wait. But he but didn't he want, wasn't, wasn't Hughes. Iguodala? Larry Hughes was there also. No, don't dare, don't you dare say Larry Hughes. Don't. He's some No, 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 no. I'm talking about sharing scoring duty. That's all. Like, he didn't want to share scoring duty. But Larry duty with Hughes? Nobody. Larry, Larry Hughes. I mean, Larry Hughes is scoring. Larry Hughes got buckets. He got buckets. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he could have put a 15 to 20 a game if he needed yeah. Okay. When he was with AI, he, he, had double digit, he, had, he had double digit season when he was with AI. 
Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying to take it out of AI's hands by any means. But AI didn't want to give it up. When you're shooting that many more shots than like that's what another All Star player, it's it's because you want to shoot the ball. It's not because you don't want to try. Like All Star. Larry Hughes. I'm talking. Larry Hughes made All Star. No, no, no. I'm talking about what I was. My stats for him and D Wade. When you shoot that many more shots than another player at your position. That's another all-star at your position is because you wanted to shoot the ball. It's not because you were worried about not trying to get any of your teammates involved when you have players like Larry Hughes and AI Iguodala there. So but, I mean, it, yeah, he didn't I, want I, it to work. He wanted to be the scorer and let everybody else play Scottie Pippen to his Jordan. Well, the thing and that is, wasn't going to work. If you if you give a guy with trash roster for his almost most of his career and then you're going to try to bring somebody in afterwards, like you can't just flip that switch. Like but, you want but, me to be that you, dog for you for the, for the D, team. But what I'm trying, D, what okay. I'm trying to uh, explain is that you know what I mean. Like a, a a reason that he had that is because no player could fit. Like they, they couldn't just like nobody would fit with AI. Like because he's gonna shoot the ball, so it doesn't. You know, it it, it didn't work. That's why so. they played the roster. They found a formula that worked with McKee. You know, passing the ball and then um, so he you know, put he put a, basically he's saying that he's surrounding them with a bunch of non-scoring Bammers so that they can fit with AI. Yeah, I don't think that that's, they, that's I don't think they played, forcibly though. surrounded them like that. Yes, it wasn't did. by force. It was it was a combination of the things, but AI having and he also had that 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 knock on him where it was supposed to be a personality thing where he was like this diva prima donna because Larry Brown was constantly talking about him and all of that stuff so we talk they blackballed my man they blackballed my man AI not a game we talking about practice like that resonated with a lot of people let me tell you something I mean if 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 AI had somebody like Shaq in his roster trust me he would have been passing the ball if he had oh yeah for sure Somebody like that needs a big man on the roster. That's what they need, and he never had that. That's that's what he would. That'd have been his compliment. Yeah, I, I, I would have to I mean, say he never had the opportunity to pass the ball. I'm not passing the ball to Aaron McKee. I'm not passing it to him. I'm not passing. <laughs> I mean, like, like I, but but look though, like I said, when he was older, he still wasn't. You know what I mean? Like old in the in the grand scheme of NBA years, and he played with the Nuggets. They blackballed him, Jeff. The ball. They blackballed him. Listen to me, Harold. When he was playing with the Nuggets with Melo, he was still in the prime of his his years as far no. as age. He wasn't like 35, 36, or nothing like that. When he was, was shooting the ball, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't really mesh that greatest together. Like Carl, just they shot a lot of shots. So and they played. They got up and down the court. So therefore, you know, they could both get shots. But it wasn't like the the perfect mesh or anything like that. I'm, I just say this. I say. I say this. Allen Iverson had a negative stigma with him that followed him on, throughout his career. Now some of it was was self induced. And then other, a lot of it was was betrayed by the people around, the media and the coaches and all that stuff, the things that were said about AI. But AI, I mean, people knew that his game. Like, he was a scorer, just like Kobe is a scorer. Just like some of these, these players are, are scorers. And it's not his fault 
that. Nah, like, nah, you can't compare, but you can't compare because Kobe's greatest going, but he does other things like it's like no, but it's right behind Jordan. <laughs> like, Come on, Jeff. Yeah. If you look at Kobe's, uh, nah, hold up, hold up. If you look, Kobe at, is a more of a heist box if you look, than, than, than Allen Iverson ever was. Dog. Like ever what? was like he shoots the ball more than Allen Robinson ever did. Fine, you if like you I want I want uh, you don't see the commercials in the I want Shaq I want Shaq to look at the numbers. Son, I want Shaq to look at the numbers through the same years and Kobe's numbers like how he did with Wade. But but this is what and, I'm saying and, though. And but Drumfin said it. Drumfin said it. If AI had Shaq, he would have passed. I would have passed too. It's just that simple. I mean, we will never really know because he never had the opportunity to play with someone, a dominant force that would have been able to, like, maybe break that stigma that he was just all about, like, you know, just a, a, a pure score, a flat-out score. I mean, he just never had the opportunity to play with the heightened-level talent that Kobe just I mean, he played, he played with Melo, man. He played with Melo. You, you're, like I said, you keep dismissing it like he was 35 years old when he played but with Melo. But Melo was Melo wasn't a. What do you mean? Melo was good. Melo was no, good. Me- no, no, no. Melo was good. Melo was good when he was with Denver. But this yeah, is the thing. Yeah, they both averaged over twenty. But it, but this is the thing. This is the thing. That is that just wasn't a good. That wasn't a good working match. Like match. Just like, just like. But, that, but I'm just telling like, you, that's on, what they thought anybody like, would be playing with. Just AI. like, that's just how they, like they figured. No, but just like Dwight Howard and Kobe Bryant was just not a good mix. Like it just wasn't a good mix. They're both dominant. They're both good. They're both about the height, but it's just not a good mix. And for whatever reason, that situation, despite Allen Iverson still being a talented guard I mean, in the league on the back end of his career, here and, and, and I think Carmelo being in the mid mid you know mid of his career, like it just wasn't a good match. I mean, That's I think it. I think I think a couple things like you know like it boils down to like I think. Uh, you know, he, he never could be as good as a Kobe was because of the height difference. So he definitely was limited in aspects of things that Kobe could do or some of the other bigger guards could do that he couldn't do because of his height. So, I mean, as you all mentioned, like his forte was really scoring. He was a volume shooter. And if I had to guess a number, he probably shot 41% for his entire career. Hey, look. And that's, that's pretty great. low. You got Aaron McKee, George Lynch, and Eric Snow. Eric Snow is one of the worst players i ever seen play the point guard position. So, they get a check from the league. <laughs> hey, look, the thing about AI is this. He went to Denver, but you can't pair up AI with Carmelo Anthony. They're the same type of player, so that would never go together well. I mean, just like you see Kobe Bryant and Shaq, as great as the success was, look what happened. They both won the ball in the end. So that shows you how Kobe was had the same mentality as AI. I don't see the difference. And even now that Kobe's on his last leg, he still ain't passing the ball. And he's still shooting terribly. But it don't matter to him. So you, I, no, I you, would, you would think he would pass now. Like, right. like, you would think, like, now, like, recognizing that, okay, my best year is behind me. I need to get these young guys involved. And try, this bad much. Like, you, you're not, you're not like going to ever. Game. Like, you playing NBA Jam to me, it's not going to ever be confused with the fact that both of them shoot the ball. But my whole thing was the fact that you tried to say, like, that's all Kobe does. When that Kobe is tied with MJ for 12 first-team defenses all time, like, in the history of the league. First-team 12 times. Like, so, like, to me, like, it's not a comparison between them two players. I'm sorry. Like, all right, that's bro. what I'm saying. I know you, you, a great hey, look, player. I know I AI is a great thing. player. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let me just let me just say this though. Kobe Bryant, six foot six. Allen Iverson, maybe five ten. Carry the team. Oh to yeah, the NBA I mean, I, I know that. Back. Kobe Bryant never did it. Always needed somebody. Cry and he had. He to get won two. He won two chips. What are you talking about? Because not by himself. Not by, he, had, he had to get Paul Gasol because he didn't have anybody. Remember he was no, complaining. But no, but no one. Like, and, 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 and that championship, no won, they cheated. No they put the cheat code in. Of a superstar, unless you were dirt. Yeah. No one won. Yeah. And and you could go in recent memory. You okay, okay. Let me ask this question. When 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 Allen Iverson took that team to the finals, what what other superstar did he have? I mean, he had he had an old. No, no, he had no superstar. That's what I'm trying to say. That's the difference. Kobe, every time he's gone, Gasol, Gasol wasn't a superstar either. He was a good player. Yes, like, he was. Like, yes, no, he was a max player. This, this is ridiculous. He got a max contract. We've had yes. this argument many he got times. A max Harold contract. wanted to give everybody in their mother the superstar tag. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. I'm saying Harold. what I'm saying is what I'm saying is when Paul Gasol went to the Lakers, he was. They said that he was the missing piece to help them get to the championship. They noted that he would be a, 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 a substantial force to help them provide for. That a doesn't make you a superstar, Harold. It makes what you I'm a saying good is, player. that makes you. That makes you relevant. That makes you. That makes you. That that's. He's better than anybody AI, AI ever had. Going to. Okay. Going to. But, yes. but what, so what? Do, so oh, what? Do we, so you think? The so you think name. AI? So you it, think? So what you're telling me, Harold, is you think AI is better than Kobe? No, I'm not no, saying. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm saying, saying that. So what are you? So no, what are you arguing? No, I'm gonna tell you what like, I'm saying. I'm gonna tell you what I'm saying. I'm gonna. I'm saying this. This is what I'm saying. I. I. He can say what he's saying, but I'm gonna tell you what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Not that that Allen Iverson is better than Kobe Bryant, but that Allen Iverson, his his uh, his legacy or you know his him being a legend is 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 comparable, if not as great as what Kobe did. Because because at the end of the day, Kobe has the championships. Kobe has this and that. But then along with that, Kobe had a lot of things to help bring about like his success. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about it the other day. Tom Brady, he threw the 50 touchdowns because of Randy Moss. Like, like before Randy Moss, yes, Tom Brady was good, but he didn't throw no 50 touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's all I'm saying. Like, Kobe Bryant is great. Kobe Bryant had favorable circumstances to help lead to his success. AI didn't have any of that. And, and on top of that, he had a league against him. Uh, referees and all that was, was all against them. Coaches too at times. And he was able to like take a team of misfits to a championship game. We're not talking about like what Dwight Howard did with the with the with the magic. Um we're talking about somebody who's five ten that, you know what I'm saying, I'm taller than at the grocery store. That that is significant. That 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 is a, a, a valiant, um under underappreciated or undervalued thing. I mean like, you know what I'm saying? That's I, all I'm I, that makes here's AI the thing. great. Here's the thing, I'm a, I, and I'll, I'll close out my thoughts on this. Um, like, first of all, I don't want it to get lost in the fact how great I believe AI was, and I know how much he impacted the game of basketball, and how and he, like you say, he changed the game. And then, like, as far as his impact off the court and culturally, you know what I mean? I think that's where it's not even close between him and Kobe. I think Kobe's had some. His is worldwide, but I mean, I don't think. But for you to say that legacy-wise, and on the in the game of basketball, 
that AI is comparable to Kobe when Kobe is three all third all time scoring. You know what I mean? Has five NBA rings. I mean, I'm not gonna go for his accolades, but I just don't think when you talk about basketball it's that just, their legacies are comparable. It, it's great. It's just like it's just, it's just like it's just like Bo Jackson. Like he didn't have the longest career that you know. What well, I'm saying? that Everybody that, that unfortunately, Harold, that that go that back to them, bro. Like this That's is Kobe's twentieth yeah. season. Okay. Yeah, this okay. Kobe is the longest ever for guard. Now, granted, he's missed a lot of the last three years, but still, like before that, you know, you talk. 15 years straight he had played. Yeah. All, most of the time was always in the playoffs, playing Olympics, playing the regular season, didn't really miss games like that. You know, I mean, I don't, like I said, like legacy-wise, as far as basketball, I I'm mean, not, I, I don't think it's close. I'm not, yeah, I'm still saying that Kobe is a definite number two. I'm not disputing that, and I still feel like D-Way's number three, but all I'm saying is for what Iverson did with the roster that he had at the size he is, it's not like he's 5'10 mm-hmm. and cock diesel. Bama was right. five. He was five ten, and maybe one forty five, one fifty. He wasn't an overly big guy. <laughs> and to change the game in which, in the way which he did, and he changed the way he changed the culture and the way he scored in the way which he did at that size. You know, you just kind of gotta look at that. And I know he doesn't have the stats, but the way in which he did that with all that, all the adversity. I just, I just, I'm just giving the man his props. I'm not saying he's bad nah, Kobe Bryant. I'm not at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, he deserves well, that, props. Well, well, that's where we at. We, we giving him the props. AI, if you listening, yeah, bro, you was the real deal, bro. You was the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we said you better than Kobe, dog. <laughs> nah, I <ain't> <laughs> Nah, man. But, I mean, yeah, we, we, can, we can put it out. I'm putting something out on the Twitter or whatever and see see what the fans think you know what I'm saying even if, even if it's just if it's is it comparable you know what I'm saying even put AI in the same conversation uh, conversation as Kobe uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of feedback we get from that but uh, that's it you know I mean I want to talk hockey I know, I know the people on listen like, what hockey you know, get out nah cause the hockey NHL did some really crud stuff this past this past week with the all-star game and uh, one of the players and stuff, so I kind of want to get into it, but I'll save it for the next show. But uh, y'all got any final thoughts? Anything else you say? Uh, I, real quick, I just feel like the Philadelphia Eagles, they missed uh, Andy Reid, so they hired his office coordinator to get his <laughs> mind back at that franchise. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so who did they hire? They said they like that family atmosphere. They need that family they, atmosphere. Back, yeah, they know? they hired the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs under Andy Reid. Are we talking about Brad Childress, right? No, 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 Peterson. Nah, Peterson, Doug Peterson. Oh, Doug Peterson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, because Andy Reid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, see? yeah. I connected that. Okay, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Andy Reid was they the miss Chiefs, him. They, oh yeah, yeah, that's crud. Yeah, they got him. They they need his yeah, mind I, back. So. You know, Kansas City, they hired Brad Childress as their old coordinator or whatever. Bam yeah. got the handlebar haircut and everything. He's supposed to take over the, <laughs> the play calling and stuff. I don't know how these Bamas keep getting jobs, but oh well. Yeah, I don't know either. Because this Malarkey's third job, by the way. Though, yeah, like he, he was with the Jaguars and the Bills before. He lasted, Man. I think, one season at each place. <laughs> so, yeah. man. So... Yeah, that crazy. Well, next up on our show, next uh, next episode, yeah, we gotta survive the snow. Snow about to come. I'm, uh, I ain't going that's nowhere. The, 
a special edition joint early I'm early. About to, I'm, about to, I'm about to just go up uh blockbuster video, see if I can rent an Xbox and jump so I can play some game. <laughs> go to Arrow's video <laughs> blockbuster. <so. laughs> oh, <laughs> give man. me some video games to play young while I'm snowed in, yeah. I, I oh, hope y'all man, got all y'all. Crazy. I hope y'all got all y'all food, y'all need. Yeah, I, I did my grocery shopping. Did my okay. grocery shopping. Uh, if you if you out there, be, please stay off the roads. Be careful. You know, don't even go to work tomorrow if you don't have to, because uh, you know driving in snow it, it can be treacherous. Um, so that's just my 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 uh, word of advice. Um, you can follow us at Black Sports Nine Eighty. Uh, thank you for joining our show. Uh, we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that feel?